Hello and welcome to The Coworking Club, a podcast for female business owners who want to work for themselves, not by themselves. I'm your host, Jessica Perry, and each week I'll be chatting to a new guest all about the realities of running your own business, sharing tips and tricks for dealing with the loneliness and isolation that comes with working from home, as well as discussing the benefits of building community through co-working. So what are you waiting for? Come and join the club. Hello and welcome back to episode 12 of the Coworking Club. I am so happy to have you join us today and I have another guest interview to share with you which I can't wait for you to hear. I know I say that every single week, it must be getting old now but yeah I'm just absolutely loving these chats and getting to meet such an inspirational range of female business owners is such a privilege for me. So yeah I'm just absolutely loving recording this podcast so far and I hope you are enjoying it too. So anyway time to get on with today's episode and I am speaking to Jade Bailey who is a Nottingham based property developer and the founder of B-Space which is a design-led creative property company. In this episode I chat all about how instrumental Instagram has been in the development of Jade's business not only with bringing new and exciting opportunities along but also with developing an amazing community of fellow female property developers. How she feels about running a business in what is typically thought of as a very male dominated industry as well as her tips and advice for getting into property development if that's something that you're interested in. I've been following Jade's journey for about a year on Instagram now and I've found it really inspiring so far so I hope you enjoy it too and without further ado here is the episode. Hi Jade thanks so much for having me here today. Hi Jess. So do you want to start by telling us a little bit about yourself your career history and the background behind your business? Yeah sure so um, my name is Jade Bailey I'm from Nottingham I'm a property developer um, and a designer and I'm also a mum of two I've got two children under four Um, I've been a property developer for the past mm, well off and on for quite a few years but really full-time in my version of full-time which has been three days a week because of childcare for about the past 18 months Mm -hmm. um sort of prior to me being a property developer I was a retail store designer for many years um, and in that time I kind of worked with some big brands including um, Hugo Boss, Hermes, uh, Superdry, Diesel, uh, Speedo, Kath Kidston, many many sort of you know high street brands mm-hmm. um, and I used to design shops in all the key airports across the UK some in Europe and in Centre Parks UK as well. Mm-hmm. But all that came to an end when I was having my first child, who's four and a half, um, and I was on maternity leave and I got made redundant. Oh no. Yeah, happy days. So um, yeah, I was at that point I kind of went on to take the redundancy money and decided to set up a business, uh, which was in the wedding industry. Oh right. Yeah, randomly. Very different. Yeah, really <laughs> different. Sort of knowing what I'm like now versus, you know, what I was doing then, it's quite 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 crazy really but um it was a wedding styling company Mm -hmm. I spent quite a while um set it up pumped a lot of money into it kind of opened the doors on day one and didn't get any orders and 
yeah, I lost the love for it quite quickly. Mm. I also had a business partner at the time and the relationship kind of broke down quite quickly because of the business not performing. Yeah. So that was kind of the end of that. Um, and from that kind of point, it was a case of what are you going to do next? So myself and my partner, Tim, had always lived in what I refer to as flips. Mm-hmm. So when you flip a property... You live in it. Well, this is what we did. We lived in it, renovated it, sold it, took the profit, moved the profit forward. Yeah. Eventually, we got to the stage where we didn't need to live in the flips. We'd live in a finished house mm-hmm. and then flip all the houses. And that's how we initially built up our investment part, if you yeah. like. Um, and we kind of did that sort of without any thought process. And yeah. After I was, the, the, the wedding business failed, it was a case of, right, what am I going to do next? Mm-hmm. So at that stage, it was, right, we've always dabbled in property, but how do you really make a living out of being a property investor? So it was a case of going online, going onto YouTube, Googling things, how do I make money out of property developing, all those key things, <laughs> um, and trying to find a path and trying to find a way. And I suppose that's kind of where I've ended up now. Yeah. So... In terms of what style of property investor I am, um, I have a portfolio of what I call co-living houses, mm-hmm. which to most people probably what they would think co-living is, is student-less. Right. So where people are um, sharing rooms in houses, but my portfolio is mainly based around working professionals. Mm-hmm. So co-living is very much about sharing space, um, sharing communal space, promoting community, promoting engagement. Um, and my kind of angle on that is providing really beautiful design-led houses to, mm-hmm. to do that in. Yeah. So that's what my portfolio at the minute is. Um, next year, I'm just about to go into serviced accommodation, which to everyone else, you'd know it as Airbnb. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so next year, that's my main strategy focus for my, well, one of two of my main strategy focus for next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got my first house, which is in Nottingham City Centre which is due to launch in February, Okay, which is a lovely old Victorian house just near the entrance of the park. Nice. Yeah. So um, and with, with the idea that we're going to go into all the major sort of cities in the East Midlands mm-hmm. and really grow a serviced accommodation brand. So I'm quite excited about that. Yeah, that sounds great. So what serviced accommodation is, it's a combination of two things. It's, uh, well, well, it's not just two things. It's lots of things, but two, two of the main things is, one, the experience of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of, you know, you want to go there and feel like you're in a real high-end luxury boutique, high experience hotel for yeah. a night or two. And the second part is really good, great customer service mm-hmm. and feeling like you're being looked after. Yeah. So they're kind of the two um, main points of what I'll be doing next year. Mm, sounds really exciting. Mm. So when we look back to you maybe doing the flips, yeah, was that something that you'd always been interested in? Like how did you first get involved in it I suppose it, it was it was accidental um when people are kind of in the property industry what always strikes me sometimes it makes me feel quite guilty is the fact that a lot of people kind of go right I want to get into property developing how do I do it and they kind of put some time and effort into um you know working out with me it was accidental it was almost forced upon me to to do it by my partner who's a builder um so yeah it was it was a case of we started off you know living in the living in the flips and then it it's developed into something more since mm-hmm. then 
And property investment can typically probably be thought of as a very male-oriented industry. Did you ever feel apprehensive about stepping into this world? 100%, yeah. Um, when So I first started um, on Instagram with property developing. It'd be two years in January mm-hmm. 2020. And at that point, my partner kind of said to me, oh, you should go and um, document what you're doing on Instagram with the houses that we've got. Mm-hmm. We had a couple of houses at that point. And I was very much like, uh, no, there's no property developers on Instagram. Like, so I'd always been a big Instagram person yeah. in terms of just looking at brands and mm-hmm. what, you know, styling and stuff like that. Not in terms of posting, you know, my personal Instagram is very sort of limited. Um, but yeah, following and tracking brands. So he's like, my partner was like, well, you should definitely post because I think people think that you don't do much with your time. <laughs> obviously, I was working really hard. Um at that point so I would have had a two-year-old and a six-month-old-ish by that point um so I set on my Instagram account thinking that there would be nobody on there from the property development world and that all property developers were male Mm -hmm. were probably like bankers lawyers accountants like these real kind of middle class masculine corporate roles yeah and that there was probably not a place for somebody like me in the industry floating around on Instagram posting pictures of nice lights and (laughs) paint references and stuff like that but I did it anyway and like literally it was an like uh, even now two years down the line I can't believe the reaction that it's got Mm. because actually at that point on Instagram there was the very very early beginnings of a property developing community just starting all at that same point yeah on there um so that was the first glimpse for me that actually the people that I think make up this industry don't get me wrong they do they're still mm-hmm. definitely there there's also normal people like me <laughs> who are you know into the things that I'm into also doing property developing so there is a community similar to myself there and mm-hmm. it really did start on Instagram so it 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 is a very it still continues to be mainly masculine um, industry, mm-hmm. but actually I think it's changing and it's a really exciting time and more and more women are coming through. Yeah, and now we've got the Instagram community. It gives us a place where we can connect, share, advise, and the networks now there. And we've turned you know the online into real events and meetings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, still very masculine, but it is evolving in the right way, which is great. Yeah, that's really great. Um, Kind of continuing on from that, um, on the Instagram theme, Mm -hmm. how instrumental have you found that it's been in the growth of your business, both in terms of opportunities and the community element we just spoke about? Oh, like just literally bonkers. Like like I said, like all all the time I have to pinch myself. Like I couldn't even, the the opportunities that have come to me in the past two years on so many levels, um, the first one obviously being the community side. So some of the people that I've met, I've, I do business with now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've become very close friends with now that, that support me and I support them. We've all come off the back of what we call the grid of Instagram. Yeah. And that's a real genuine thing that, you know, my my world, my property developing world is a very, very lonely, isolated place. So if we look at, you know, what property developing is, essentially we're dealing in Ferraris every day, hundreds of thousands of pounds, this high risk, this high pressure, Everything always takes longer. Everything always costs more money. And that's quite a scary environment to be Mm -hmm. in. If you're operating like that by yourself, 
you can feel like you're sinking when you're not. So off the back of Instagram, we've created this community where we can, you know what, we can chat and say, you know, I'm having a really bad day. This has not happened. A refinance has not gone to plan or this or that. And there's always somebody that's kind of been through that experience Mm -hmm. and that can support you through it. So that's the first thing that's come from it. Yeah. The second thing that I've got from Instagram is I've created my business, B-Space. So B-Space is a creative property company, design company that's been completely organic. Mm -hmm. So whereas before, a couple of years ago, I set a business up with it. I spent a long time and a lot of money, you know, pumping into it to set this business up and it was an epic fail. B-Space, which is what I'm known for now, people know me as my name, um, was an organic business. It was a case of me posting pictures. People really like reacted very well to it. Mm. Did you find that right from the start? Kind of, it was starting straight away. Because I've got my own defined style. Mm. um, Yeah. You know, and if you follow me on Instagram, it's quite clear how I am. And that's how I am when you meet me. And that's my taste and my style. In my industry, in property development, nobody at kind of the everyday level had really done that Mm -hmm. in normal houses. Um, So, I started to do that. I just put my spin on. Basically, I design houses the way I used to design shops. So from a commercial, um, did, did like design aspect. So it'd be looking at kind of looking at signage and messages mm-hmm. and continuity of design and all these things. I just applied the principles to my own houses. And it wasn't long before other people were coming to me and going, "Ah, oh, I, I really like this. Can I pay you to do this for me?" Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, "Okay." So this is another income stream that I can potentially tap into. And that's probably about just over a year old now. Um, and that has done so well in terms of, um, you know, um, monthly income for me. Mm-hmm. was way more than my corporate salary that I used to earn before that I never expected that to happen. Yeah. So that's the second thing that it gave mm-hmm. me. And the third thing that it gave me, um, because I use Instagram as my shop window. So it's, a, it's an opportunity for me to be completely transparent about who I am, what I do what sort of projects I, you know, create, um, what my message is, people can watch me and listen to me. It's actually brought me um, further investment so I can grow my own portfolio. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like, I really love what you're about. I'd love to invest with you. And that in turn, I don't want to bore you with all the property <laughs> jargon, has enabled me to continue to grow my own portfolio. Now that is absolutely bonkers because Two years, two, two and a half years ago, sort of going on to Google, going back to the beginning of the story, going on to Google and going, right, okay, how do I make money out of property mm-hmm. development? And you read about these people that have what we call joint venture partners, where they bring the cash into the um, into the investment, yep. and you do the work. I just, I just used to think, well, I just can't even ever imagine a, a point in time when that would be me being that person, where I would be that believable that someone would invest their money yeah. with me and actually that happens a lot now when I've got a small collection of amazing joint venture partners that literally are fantastic to work with and we've got such core focus about right this is what we're going to focus on here and mm-hmm. here and here and and that has all come off the back of Instagram because just going on there being different yeah disrupting the market in the way that I have done and being transparent and authentic has brought me all of those amazing opportunities which every day I feel like is somebody going to pull the rug? And it's like, it was all a dream. <laughs> because it's crazy that a, social, you know, a free social media tool can bring you all of that opportunity. Yeah, amazing. And opportunities that you wouldn't have thought. Exactly. I mean, they weren't in your business plan or anything to start with. Never. They've presented themselves through the work that you've been doing naturally. Exactly. And you just decided to share it, yeah, which yeah. is amazing. Exactly. I mean, literally my kind of thought process two years ago was, 
I think my friends thought that I didn't do much. I just posted some pictures so they mm-hmm. could see. It was never anything more than that. It was never like, right, I'm going to set up this design business and I can see the gap in the market for this and I want to leverage it. It was none of that. It was yeah. just like I post some pictures to kind of fill a bit of time. Mm-hmm. Just Matt, it's, it's not even two years ago that I started that. Yeah, that's amazing yeah. growth in yeah, yeah, such yeah. a short amount of time. Yeah. I'm quite proud of what I've achieved in a couple of years. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. So do you have any tips for finding and building community on Instagram? Yeah, I mean, it's a subject that I could talk about a lot within my industry. Mm -hmm. So, like, my industry, you know, compared to, uh, let's think, like, food or beauty or interiors in general, like, you know, it's minuscule on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's so tiny. Like, I've got, you know, six and a half thousand followers, which to somebody in food or beauty, it's not a lot of followers, you know. But in my industry, because it's so small, Mm -hmm. it's quite a substantial amount of followers that I've genuinely kind of you know built up yeah so uh, there's so many tips I could share but I think the most important one of the most important things is you've really got to understand what your message is as if we're talking about property developers on Instagram and I suppose this is going to apply to everybody in, in all areas so really understand what is your message like what are you trying to get across Mm -hmm. what do you want to be known for um in my industry, I always say to people, also decide whether you want to be known as that individual person or as a company brand, you yeah. know, brand. Like for me, I never wanted to be Jade Bailey, the property developer. I always wanted to be a design company because that is my USP in the business, mm-hmm. like in the industry. So decide on that. So find your message, decide on your angle, just be transparent and authentic. Mm-hmm. Like that is how you're going to, um, you know, get good traction on Instagram. And of course, get actually engage. Yeah. That's like the biggie. Like actually, you know, you can't ghost post, like post and then leave. You've got mm-hmm. to actually talk to people, comment, engage, think about what you see. You know, you, you've got to put in what you want to get out of yeah. it as well. Mm-hmm. I, I literally could talk about it all day, but <laughs> um, you, you also need to structure your time that you, you don't need to be on there. All this, I could not spend all day on Instagram, although some, although it might look like I do, it's just that I'm very structured behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a big mindset behind it in terms of, you know, don't see social media like um, something that, oh, it's just, you know, something you, you like when you're talking to friends and it, when you're doing it from a business perspective, it is part of your business. Yeah, there's a mindset shift. It's a mindset there? shift. So it's as important as your bookkeeping, mm-hmm. as your scheduling, as your you know your marketing plan, whatever it is, social media should be right up there at the top. Mm-hmm. So you need to go, right, even on the days where you don't feel like doing it, because we all have those days, you need to get some structure and you just need to do it because it's your business. Yeah. So does that answer your question? It does, it does. <laughs> And you're extremely passionate about paving the way for other females within the property industry. How did the branded property event that you hosted earlier this year first come about? Yeah, that, that was a bit of a crazy one. I'm still kind of getting over that one. Mm-hmm. So um, the start of the year, this year, still in this year, so it's Jan- January 2019, I got invited down to London to a, a quite a well, I won't say the name, but quite a well-known mm-hmm. event. Mm-hmm. with some real high level board you know people speaking on panels yeah um, and I went with a load of fellow female developers ma- mainly from the London region mm-hmm. and we sat there all day and there were some fantastic high achieving people on there and actually I think there was 
one woman that spoke on the stage all day for like two minutes and she wasn't a developer she was like a solicitor or something I think it was a bit of a company promotion and I sat there all day and I'm thinking where's the where's the women at yeah like, I know that there's a lot of successful women like I'm, I'm sat with them they're inside yeah. of me they've they've achieved millions of pounds worth of development like they're doing it like they're living it but why they're not up there why is it all men up there mm-hmm. and that was the, the the beginning of it for me where I was like before it never bothered me that it was a masculine environment because I'm I'm used to working in a masculine environment yeah, shop design is very yeah. male-led um, on the corporate level, on the on the top level, and then down to shop fitting is you know mm-hmm. construction. Yeah. So I've always been quite comfortable in that space. So it was that event that was mm, the light bulb went on, mm. and it never sat right with me. From that point, I had a couple of conversations with a few of the women. Was there like, look, I've got this. I feel like we need to do something because there's nowhere for people like us to go to and talk about what we're doing for other people to get the benefit from that. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's great that I love to listen to some guy that's got, you know, 20,000 student rooms being developed in in Leeds. It's great that you're a gazillionaire for the back of that, but I'm not relating to your story. Like, I I can't get there. Where are the relatable people at? Mm -hmm. So it never sat right with me that I couldn't find my tribe, as it were. Yeah. So I spoke to a few people and it was one of those where everyone's too busy. We can't do, we can't do this, we can't do that. But I've got a friend called uh, Becky Stovall who runs a branding agency in Surrey. And she got in contact with me and she's like, I've been thinking about the thing that you keep talking about. Why don't we do something together? Like she really wanted to push the branding side. I'm obviously big on branding as well. Mm-hmm. And we do it like property development with branding because it's a really interesting topic in the industry because people have never seen value of brand before. Mm-hmm. So a few of us have come along and gone, this is how you do brand in the industry. And they're like, whoa, that has a great effect. Like, mm-hmm. how do I do that? So that was the that was the, the angle of that event. And in my mind, it was, she said, we'll do it in Nottingham because she's from Surrey. It's nice and central. And I just thought, well, if we could sell like 10 tickets, I could always give some away for free. So there's a couple of people in the room um, and we'll just do it as a test bed. And we sold 64 tickets wow. like, instantly. And people came from Ireland, from Scotland, from Wales. There were people messaging going, oh, I can't make it because it was like the 2nd of August at so school holidays. Mm-hmm. I can't make it um, because of this reason or that day, I think a dam bust in Yorkshire, so trains were cancelled and other people couldn't come. And I think I must have had about 20 or 30 messages from people going, please do this in London, please mm-hmm. do this in London. Um, so we just kind of, I picked the panel of speakers, the people from Instagram, women that I really respect and can see that have grown over the past few years, mm-hmm. have got a message that aligns with me. Um, and it was amazing, like, that the event was amazing and everyone's like, more, more, more. What happened after that point is it turned out that two of the panellists were pregnant. They didn't know at the time. (laughs) They they both subsequently found out just after. Yeah. So they kind of were in that early pregnancy stage. And it was a case of, right, what are we doing next? Well, you guys just need to focus on growing those babies for a bit and we'll kind of come back to it. So what we've been doing behind the scenes is uh, we've done the brand development. We've done the name. Um, and next year, 2020, we're going to launch something. I can't say too much at the yeah. minute, but <laughs> we're going to launch something that I'm really proud of already that's going to enable more women to connect. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be including males to some degree in some areas because the reason for that being is that actually some of my best friends in the industry are men, and they're brilliant. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and you it, want to show a more balanced side absolutely. because yeah, yeah. your issue with previous events were that there wasn't that representation. Exactly. Exactly. So. And you know, um, I had a lot of guys message me at the event like, please, please can I come? Mm. I'm like, you can't because this is, you know, this is what this is the, what I need to test right now. Yeah. But actually, as it's evolved, you know, I do want males to be included, but almost you've got to be the right male. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, it's not alpha male culture what we're doing. You know. Absolutely not. So it's a really exciting, a really exciting time. I would like to think like my daughter is four, four and a half. I hope she's going to be a property developer. Mm-hmm. I hope by the time she, she starts doing that, let's think she's, she might be 16, 18 years old to like 12, 14 years. She might step into a different industry where it's like, yeah, there's loads of amazing women out mm-hmm. there. And hopefully what we're, we're all sort of contributing now is, is feeding into that. Well, yeah, you've made an amazing start and you've obviously by that event and having such a kind of nationwide attraction Crazy. to it like Crazy. that's amazing for bonkers. the first event bonkers like I never expected yeah. that to happen it was it, it took me a while to compute that experience like what's just happened yeah and I loved it I loved talking I love the questions I love the people it was brilliant what was interesting about the event is because I've done quite a lot I've been to a lot of you know events where it's networking and drinks yeah. and stuff and what tends to happen is people turn up maybe in ones or twos or threes and they kind of sit in their own on their own seat mm-hmm. and then they don't get up and they don't socialize and they don't meet people yeah bear in mind all these people that were there sort of know of each other off social mm-hmm. media so everyone had the handle instagram handles off but i said to everybody straight away after saying thank you for coming i really want you to get up off your seats and talk to each other because i promise you that by talking to each other in the room now, the benefit that you're going to get yeah. from that is just going to be crazy. Yeah. And that's what they all did. Amazing. And that's why the energy was so good. Mm-hmm. You know, because normally at these events, it's just like, oh, this is my chair and I don't want to move. And yeah. I'm guilty of that. Definitely at the big corporate ones. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't want to move from this safe spot. And I think that's why it really worked. And it was a really safe environment. Share, yeah. And it was really honest. Yeah. And there was no massive hard sell because our industry is all about the big hard sell, <laughs> like driving courses and sales. But it was none of that. It was about like what you do with with your line of work. It was about creating community mm-hmm. and creating network. Yeah, and everyone being on the same level. Yeah, I bet everyone went away feeling like on top yeah. of the world. They were literally <laughs> buzzing. Yeah, and that's that's great for me because it, it was a case of um, you know if I've got the ability to pull all these people together in a room, then then I should do that for those mm-hmm. people. Thinking that ten people might rock up, but yeah. actually it was a lot bigger than that. I, I can do that for those people, so I have, I have a responsibility to do to mm-hmm. make this happen. Yeah, because it's great for people to get together. Yeah, and they'll still be benefiting from those connections now. Oh, and I see it. I see them all. You know, they're all. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah, the energy's definitely it's definitely gone up a, a few gears mm-hmm. on Instagram. There is like, don't get me wrong, there are communities on Facebook and LinkedIn, but um, they're from what I hear. I don't really get involved. They're very, very different. Mm. The tone's very different. Yeah, it can be quite negative and old school. Whereas what we've tried to sort of grow on Insta is is very friendly and very welcoming and honest yeah and having that actual in-person connection I think as well is really important because it just kind of solidifies like you might have been chatting to someone online but once you actually meet them face to face it's like a different level of relationship in a way definitely definitely yeah it's really nice so even from just a quick glance at your Instagram account it's easy to see that you're quite the master at spinning plates so you've got obviously several work projects on the go you're a mum of two and you're building a house of your own (laughs) so are there any areas of running a business that you kind of particularly struggle with 
<clears throat> the, the thing I struggle with the most between everything that I'm doing, and I'm doing a lot right at this moment in time, um, time. Mm-hmm. Time is my biggest asset. So where I spend my time is so important because I've got two small kids yeah. and, you know, one at four and a half, one at two and a half, it's, they're, they're intense, they're in intense time of their lives, one's just started school, one's having tantrums and, and it, yeah, my time is very, very short. So I need to make sure that I'm very structured with where I spend my time and that I don't waste it anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it is very, very hard. Like, I think, actually, I said to a friend yesterday, I said to a friend yesterday who's just she's just had a second baby and she's so she's got one at four and one at four months and she's really she's having a bad day and I yeah. said to her look listen my incident Instagram work life versus my real mum life sometimes are two very different things so like <laughs> don't just think oh Jade's nailing it yeah like, things are going great but you throw kids into them it's really really hard Mm-hmm. so that, that, that's my biggest challenge is like the parenting side is very very difficult to kind of stretch yourself mm-hmm. um I think you know in terms of business in general <sighs> business is tough like we've discussed this business is tough there's so many different facets to what you need to do mm-hmm. like you become an operator don't you of all the different bits and it's about learning um about admin general communication marketing all of all of these things and you're forever evolving and forever tweaking mm-hmm. okay that didn't work why let's do it like this you know and building a team because I've got a team of freelancers that work for me like build, building a team and working on the communication with them and then diversifying on the business offer I mean it never stops it's don't you don't just get I just but me I don't get to put I go great this is what it's all working perfectly mm-hmm. you know it's always kind of tweaking 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 all yeah. the time so, but I think when you throw kids into the mix, that makes it, that makes it tough. Yeah, I can definitely imagine. <laughs> but you've still achieved so much with the business over the past two years and seen some amazing growth. What has been one of your biggest highlights so far? Um, this was, this is quite a tough question for me, to be fair. I mean, what, one of the big highlights was obviously the event. Yeah. That was amazing. Um because I saw the effect it had on people being mm-hmm. together and that's a really great thing that we, we did. Yeah. Um, so that's been amazing. But I think generally speaking, it's, it's, you know, the opportunity, the relationships that I've created over the past couple of years um, continue to just always be highlights. Yeah. And I'm so thankful for the people that I've met mm-hmm. and literally weekly, the opportunities that come to my door, I'm like, wow yeah I'd love to do that or that sounds great let's talk more about it Mm -hmm. so it's I couldn't pinpoint to like one singular highlight yeah I think it's generally always really positive Mm -hmm. yeah that's a broad answer I think no that's really good though because obviously you have kind of regular achievements I suppose like when you finish a project you can see it come together um which I imagine would be a highlight but then to pick something like obviously the connection is such a big part of your business yeah. and you've seen it to help grow the business over the past two years. So yeah. I think I feel like with my businesses that it's only just, I mean, it's been going a year really. I've, I've only just really started. Mm-hmm. I've started, I've laid, I've started to lay the foundations down. Yeah. Um, but it's got a lot of room for growth. Like mm-hmm. next year is going to be a big year for me in terms of what I'm going to do next. Um, so it's an exciting time. Yeah, definitely. A bit scary sometimes, <laughs> but it's exciting, definitely. 
And do you want to tell us a little bit about your personal project at the moment and um, your barn conversion? Oh, yeah. So um, we have just embarked on a self-build project, Mm -hmm. which on Instagram is called The Dark Barn. Um, What that is, essentially, we purchased it about a year ago. It's a great big cow shed in the field (laughs) with a swamp like underneath the under the cow shed um and we've kind of sold everything that we could and Mm -hmm. pulled all any money we could and we purchased this this barn with the view to turn it into our forever family home it's a monster it's a money pit um but you know one day it's going to be um an amazing family home to bring the kids up in it comes with a few acres of land and it's beautiful um you know it's quite a privilege to be able to design your own home obviously it's black because I don't have any other setting um (laughs) and white on the inside with concrete um yeah it's quite a privilege and an honor to design your own home and again it's one of those things where you think how have I ended up Mm -hmm. in this position where I can yeah like you know Bullwell in Nottingham to doing a beautiful barn conversion Mm -hmm. and providing my kids with a lifestyle that I definitely never had. Um, so yeah, we're getting there. I mean, what I will say is it's not all kind of, you know, um, the grass is greener on the other side because what you see on Grand Designs when the couples are stressed and they're under financial yeah. pressure, it's all true. I can imagine. It's all true. And some nights we're just like, oh my goodness, like we're in the thick of it now, mm-hmm. halfway through. What are we doing? Are we mad? We sold a beautiful house to do this. Um, but we're doing it and, we're, 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 and I'm so proud of what we're achieving and... Yeah, if anybody wants to kind of see that, uh, the journey we're on with that one, it's quite interesting. Um, so, yeah, it's I think it's underscore, is it the dark dark underscore the barn? Underscore, something like <laughs> it's that. It's linked on your profile It's anyways, linked on, isn't my, it? on my bio on B-Space, yeah. So go go check that, that one out. Um, and we're looking to move in that sort of next October. Wow. So we're in our rented house at the minute, which, mm-hmm. we're, which me and you are sat in right now. Um, and, yeah, we've just extended the contract on that till next 29th of October next year mm, exciting. so we've been a bit unfortunate the past couple of weeks because we've had a lot of rain yeah so we've basically took a complete asbestos roof off the barn <clears throat> while we've been building it up inside it's all been protected by the asbestos the second we took it all off to start the roof it rained non-stop really badly for days so we're a little bit behind mm-hmm. but we're gonna hopefully be catching up and the roof should be on in a couple of weeks before yeah. Christmas. Fingers crossed. Yeah, so. But yeah, no, it's... Um, Has it always been a dream to build your own house? Yeah, a massive dream, yeah, mm-hmm. because I, I really, I'm really into horses. I love horses. Mm-hmm. So it's always been like, you know, when you have kind of visions of how you'd like, you'd like, you would like your life to be, but you probably think that that would never happen, like if you won the lottery syndrome. Yeah. I've always kind of had this vision of watching horses, my own horses graze on my own land while I'm sort of making a cup of coffee in the kitchen. Mm-hmm that's going to come true for me next year, which is just absolutely mental. Yeah, that's amazing. We've worked so hard to get to this position mm-hmm. and we have to continue to work really hard, particularly next year, um, to get it over the line and keep all the sp- all the plates spinning and all the finances in line and all the properties working for mm-hmm. us and growing at the same time, scaling the design, all of that stuff has got to all happen all in sync with each other. But when we get there, it's going to be so worth it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I'll invite you back when it's done. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> See if I'm still, uh, you know, still, still, still plodding along. Yeah. <laughs> I've made it. So oh, it's exciting. Yeah, really exciting. So what tips and advice would you give to any budding female property investors out there who are keen to get started on their own property journeys? Get going, just do it. I think 
if I think back about me, um, you know, I'm a relatively successful property developer, which is even when I say it, sometimes it's a bit bonkers. When someone says to me, you know, at school gates, oh, what do you do? I'm a property developer. I still have a little voice in the back of my head going, no, you're not. And it's like, no, you are a property developer. Yeah. Um, I'm, you know, from a really working class background, um, not from money at all. Mm-hmm. We've literally earned the money that we've built up. Yeah. Um, we've just, as I call it, grafted really, mm-hmm. really hard. Like anybody can be a property developer, but you've got to put the graft in and you've got to have nerves of steel. So if there's any women out there that are thinking, oh, I'd really like to do this, just know that you absolutely can. Mm-hmm. Um, you've just got to be focused because it's quite a tough industry. Mm-hmm. You absolutely can crack it um, and get onto Instagram and come and say hello to yeah. people and start to learn that mm-hmm. way. Um I think if there there are anybody that wants to sort of get into the industry, a bit of advice I would give is choose carefully if you're going to go into property education because there's a lot of it on offer out there and it's very, very costly. Mm-hmm. It works for a lot of people. It doesn't work for a lot of people. So just take your time with that. My, my path was self-education. So YouTube was my yeah. main one. The, the, the books that, you know, the self-help books, property books that are really famous. I did that and basically go on Instagram talking to people and mm-hmm. then actually just doing it, just putting stuff into practice, making mistakes and going, okay, that didn't work as well as what I thought or that worked really well. Let's do more of that. Just getting going and that totally regular, normal women, people can definitely become property developers. Yeah. So it's possible for anybody. Mm-hmm. And other people kind of who came to the event and are part of the community, are there people at all different kind of stages, oh, those who are yeah. just starting the journeys? Because yeah. I imagine it can be quite a daunting thing yeah. if you're right at the beginning and yeah. you probably don't know as much and you're yeah. really on a learning kind of. Definitely. Um, it's like, that's like the guy at the event I was telling you about who's mm-hmm. building, you know, 30,000 students. I can't connect to him, yeah. but he's been on a journey of some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but you might get somebody that's just on the first project come to my event, but I'm hoping they can look at me and go, I understand how she's kind of got there. Yeah, I- I'd quite like to do something similar mm-hmm. to that. And all of my people, people around me on the panel, you know, it's like we all started somewhere with what we're doing. It's just a case of just get going with it. Yeah. Don't, don't hoodwink yourself by trying to think of all these different like development strategies. You've just mm-hmm. kind of just got to do. Yeah, really. like learn by doing. Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that network thing, that relationship thing is just so important because who you surround yourself with and who you listen to is so critical mm-hmm. because that's who you're going to go to when you – advice or a bit of reassurance or a bit of a sense of check on what you're doing is so important so I think if you're just getting into the industry um you know think about the education if it's right for you if you want to because we're talking like 20 30 grand to do a course yeah. you know it's a lot of money wow. that could buy your first property to develop mm, yeah yeah so, so it's a lot of cash um so so just think about that take your time with that don't rush that but just get going. Yeah. Get going. Get on your socials. Yeah, and get involved in that community as get soon involved, as possible. Cause... Get involved in that community. You know, we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's like across industries. It's kind yeah. of like a second thought of, okay, I do the business and then maybe further down the line you might realise, okay, I'm actually feel quite alone here. I, I need yeah. some support. Yeah. Where can I find the support? So to have that from straight off the bat yeah. I think would be really beneficial. Yeah, definitely. It is hard. Like I was saying, you know, it's like you're dealing with big numbers. Mm. 
Um, and then even when your projects are done, you're dealing with people because you've got tenants to look after, yeah. you know, um, and you've got councils to report to and you've got lenders to report to and accountants. I mean, it's quite like, well, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so just having people to sensor check you in the background is just amazing. Yeah, really valuable. Yeah, really valuable. So finally, the question I'm asking everyone, if location was no obstacle, which three fellow business owners would you like to be in your co-working club? So this was a really easy one for me, but also it's quite random. Um, I think I like the diversity yeah, that you'll probably bring to this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so the first person is a lady called Lou Cardwell, who you might know of. Um, she owns a company in Manchester called Magnetic North, which oh, yeah. was, have you heard of them? Yeah. So they're a tech company and mm-hmm. they were one of the first tech companies um, sort of ever really. And I watched a speaker at an event in Nottingham recently and she was, you know, an incredibly successful, she is an incredibly successful business person, um, very humble, very down to earth, uh, really like listening to a story of how she started this company basically winged it when the internet started Mm -hmm. and then went on to do all these amazing contracts um for like coca-cola and um, kellogg's and all these global brands that she's worked with um she gave this amazing talk and right at the end of it someone stood up on the q a and said you know if you had one bit of advice to give to somebody like female in business what 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 would what would you say? And she said, it's really simple, like always follow your instinct. She mm-hmm. said, because on the odd occasion where I've ignored mine, it's backfired. Yeah. So that's the first person because that for me was a bit of a light bulb. And I thought this really, really connects with me mm-hmm. um, about, because in my industry in property developing, it's very much about facts and figures in terms of when you're analyzing deals and developments, it's like, what does your bottom line look like? Yeah. What's the, where's the risk? It's all this. I'm, a massively instinctive person so a lot of my projects I do on instinct and I think this is what I think I can get out of this project this is what I think I can say you know Mm -hmm. so to hear her say that being so incredibly successful about instinct I'm like right that's that was the first thing it was like right I'm gonna she says it's the thing to do yeah I'm gonna do that so she's the first person second person is Mary Portas Mm -hmm. because I don't think I've ever come across anybody that I can connect to so much because I am also a retailer that's my you know I work my way up in retail to be a store designer from being on the shop floor at Topshop doing 16 hours a week age 16 um so I'm very passionate about retail customer experience um, customer service sometimes I feel like my brain is in her head Mm -hmm. and I absolutely love the message that she's bring in with the idea of kindness and what and identifying what elf culture is with men yeah I think she's having such an amazing effect um you know on the working industry at the moment I just think she's I, I'm in awe of her yeah. I, I always have been even when she started Mary Queen of Shops I was just like wow yeah she's like my idol she's my she's my sort of you know Madonna if you like yeah. I look up to her. I think she's amazing we recently read the work like a woman book for yeah. our kind of business book club and it was yeah really interesting read yeah she? and how she's shaping her yeah. agency now kind of yeah is amazing yeah and I think the message of kindness is just so powerful mm, yeah. sometimes I even have to like check myself about that as well and just think you know keep that in mind be kind to yourself as yeah. well because self-kindness is a powerful thing yeah when, so important when, when you're an entrepreneur business owner you just work 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 yeah right? put so yourself at the bottom of the pile put yourself at the bottom of the pile you've got a superhero sort of mentality and actually you need to be quite 
kind to yourself sometimes mm-hmm. and give yourself a bit of like you know a bit of a break yeah so Luke Hardwell Mary Portas the third person this is a bit random but bear with me absolutely right <laughs> Jay-Z the rapper oh nice okay right so a couple of months ago a friend gave me a tip he, he said oh you should watch the defiant ones on Netflix yeah right have you seen yeah it? I've seen right. it so um watched it and it didn't really give me much of a idea of what it was about but I thought mm-hmm. well I, I trust you you've got good yeah. taste I put it on and within the first kind of like half an hour of episode one you start to see the story of Jay-Z and Jimmy Irvine his business mm-hmm. partner and where they've come from I mean like the bottom of the, the pile yeah to where they've got like it tells you that in the first half an hour of the first episode and Jay-Z sits in his chair in in his mansion and one he says this one kind of sentence which just really connects with me and he says I base everything on how you make me feel mm-hmm. so that is how I'm going like how does a situation make me feel how do you make me feel so we've got Luke Hardwell saying this we've got Mary Porter saying this mm-hmm. and we've got Jay-Z saying this all within like a month period of me and I'm like this is it my whole working existence and life these three amazing people are saying this is this is what you do. I'm not going to do this. Yeah. So I really, you know, in, sometimes when things get a bit tough, my partner will say to me, what would Jay-Z do in this situation? I think, <laughs> right, this is what Jay-Z would do and I'd do it. Which sounds completely bonkers and anyone listening is going to be like, is this, what's she talking about? But <laughs> just sometimes you have a little moment where you think, oh my God, look how successful you are and that's your mantra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, I won't go wrong by following that. Surely so they're, not. they're my three. Amazing. I'm sure that's quite random for you. Yeah, it'd be an interesting room to walk in on, wouldn't it? <laughs> it was, definitely. So to end, you just want to let people know where they can find you online? Yeah, I mean, my main one online is on, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So if you look for, so it's at underscore, 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 B space. Um, it's a black and white logo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also on LinkedIn, but I'm, oh, I don't really use it that much. I'm on <laughs> Facebook. Um yeah, well, you can find all the um, yeah. all the projects and all the nice interior pictures yes, on Instagram. Can. Yeah, so. yeah, Instagram's where I'm at and where you kind of get a good feel for what I'm about, and what my project's about, my business is like. Um, my website is www.b-space.co.uk. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, people can find me there. Um, next year, I'm going to be alongside the property developing. Um I'm going to be kind of running one day design courses, small exclusive design courses, which will be covering design within property development, branding and Instagram as well, because that's that's a subject that a lot of people want to talk to me about. And it's a subject I love talking about. So yeah, I'll be doing those next year. So if there's anybody out there that's into all of those subjects and needs a helping hand, stay tuned for updates on that um so yeah that's that's kind of where I'm at yeah that sounds really good and even as a I'm not looking to get into property development but I mean I really like looking on your Instagram just for some interior inspo as well we connected quite early on I think didn't we yeah I think I've definitely been following Mm. you for about a year now so yeah it's been good really nice seeing your journey and congratulations to you with what you're doing as well I think it's nice to see I think it's very visionary what you're doing Mm -hmm. I mean in terms of you know working connecting with other people yeah and stopping that business owner isolation exactly yeah it's it's really powerful so full credit to you for creating that you know avenue for people to connect with each other and come together thank you very much it's great it's great to see (laughs) well thank you for having me today it's been a pleasure thanks for having me if you enjoy this podcast please do subscribe so you keep up to date with all future episodes 
And if you could possibly leave a review, it would really help us in this early stage of launching the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you back here next Monday.